Welcome back to BeYoungMinistry.com, to another blog and to another podcast. Welcome to those who access the podcast through Spotify, Rumble, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. Today we continue in our study of the book of Genesis. We're in chapter 25, verses 7 through 11, which reads, This is the sum of the years of Abraham's life which he lived. 175 years. Then Abraham breathed his last and died in a, in a good old age, an old man and full of years, and was gathered to his people. And his sons, Isaac and Ishmael, buried him in the cave of Machpelah, which is before Mamre, in the field of Ephron, the son of Zohar, the Hittite, the field which Abraham purchased from the sons of Heth. There Abraham was buried and Sarah his wife. And it came to pass after the death of Abraham that God blessed his son Isaac, and Isaac dwelt at Beer Lahai Roy. That's Genesis chapter 25, verses 7 through 11. Today we continue our study of Genesis 25, which records the death of the man referred to as the man of faith. Abraham was first noted in Genesis chapter 11, and he was the main focus of the biblical narrative until the end of Genesis chapter 23, where God put the spotlight on the life of his son, Isaac. Abraham's life is the biblical model of human faith in the God of the Bible. His story is raw and real. Nothing is hidden, not even his craving for worldly things. In verses 7 and 8 of today's passage, we read, This is the sum of the years of Abraham's life which he lived, 175 years. Then Abraham breathed his last and died in a good old age, an old man and full of years, and was gathered to his people. Abraham lived in the land of Canaan about a hundred years. Today's narrative took place in the year 2184 B.C. All those years, Abraham, at the end of the day, chose God in his way of life. Yes, Abraham failed at times when attempting to walk with God, but that is normal for any fallen human whose heart is being captured by the God of the Bible. Abraham was gathered to his people, which means he went to heaven to be with those before him who had exercised their faith in the God of the Bible, people like Enoch and Noah. None of them were perfect, but God doesn't take a random snapshot of our faith and then make determinations regarding our destiny. No, as always, and will always be, God measures our worthiness by the object of our faith. And that object is the person pictured throughout the Old Testament as a lamb slain from the foundation of the world. None other than the Lord Jesus Christ himself. In verses 9 and 10 of today's passage, we read, And his sons, Isaac and Ishmael, buried him in the cave of Machpelah, which is before Mamre, in the field of Ephron, the son of Zohar, the Hittite, 
the field which Abraham purchased from the sons of Heth. There, Abraham was buried and Sarah his wife. At the time of Abraham's death, Isaac was 75 years old. Isaac is noted first in this verse because he was the son of promise and the one who had authority over the house of Abraham. Ishmael was an invited family member to the burial of their father, Abraham, who was buried in the cave where Sarah was buried. The purchase of this cave pictured the price Christ paid to redeem fallen man, and it is therefore a place which is now one of comfort for believers as we await our resurrection. In verse 11 of today's passage, we read, And it came to pass, after the death of Abraham, that God blessed his son Isaac, and Isaac dwelt at Beer Lahai Roy. Our final verse for today was given to show us that the blessings of God on Abraham were passed on to Isaac. The name Elohim was strategically used here by Moses to denote the type of blessing he was describing. These blessings refer to the possessions of this world, such as crops, herds, money, and servants. These blessings were passed on to Isaac, just as they were to Abraham. Isaac dwelt by the well, which received its name when Hagar had fled from Sarah in Genesis chapter 16. The well seemingly was just a well in the middle of the desert, but it was so much more than just a well. It was there that Hagar conceived and bore her son Ishmael. You'll remember that Beer Lahai Roy means the well of the one who lives and sees. Our passage now tells us that Isaac had moved to Beer Lahai Roy, to that well in the desert where there was water. Water is symbolic throughout the Bible of the Holy Spirit of God. It is mentioned 722 times in the Bible, more often than faith, hope, prayer, and worship. Thirst must be the experience of the one who values the life the Lord Jesus died to give us. It is through our thirsts that we come to know the life of living water that the Lord Jesus offers us. Our problem is that this thirst is only satisfied on the heels of being defined by it first. Isaac's thirst in today's passage was created by the loss of his dad. Learning to embrace the Lord, or better yet, learning to be embraced by the Lord, happens on the heels of our thirst. Thirst is a natural expression of the basic human desire and need. One of the clear indicators that something is wrong physically is when we lose our thirst. It is the same way spiritually. To thirst for God is at the very root of our being. It's the way God made us. When there is no thirst for the presence of God in our lives, it is an indicator that something is wrong spiritually. 
Because thirst is so basic to human nature, it often finds fulfillment in other areas rather than in seeking and knowing God. Spiritually speaking, there is a thirst for God that is often not recognized for what it is. It may be an empty feeling, a sense of longing, even loneliness in the midst of people. We start looking for ways to make the feeling go away or to fill up the emptiness to no avail. This side of heaven, we thirst only to be partially satisfied. And once we have experienced the quenching by the Lord of our thirst, do we thirst for more? In a sense, our thirsting will never be fully quenched while we are on this earth. Communion with Christ is incomparably satisfying, yet it makes us long for more of him. That's the design. This is what God has called us to. And the more we experience the Lord Jesus, the more we will recognize him, and the more we will know the unparalleled and satisfying sweetness of this one who laid down his life for us. My friends, I trust this blog and this podcast are helping you in your walk with the Lord. If I can be of further assistance to you, shoot me an email at beyoungministry at gmail.com. Hey, have a great day.